Welcome to the Dirty Devotional Podcast, where we try to make sense of the dirty and the divine in our messy world. My name is Zach, and I'm an ex-pastor, a struggling addict, and I deal with major anxiety and depression. Yet I deeply believe in God's presence in my life and in your life as well. I hope today's conversation inspires your thoughts, challenges your beliefs, and helps you feel seen, known, and loved by a real God. Thanks for joining. Howdy, y'all. Welcome back to Dirty Devotionals. Zach here. Y'all just opened this podcast saying howdy. Um, I always try to change it up because I say what's up every time, and I just said howdy, and now I don't know if I will ever change it again because, dear Lord, that is embarrassing. Um, But I guess all my people down south, howdy. Howdy, y'all. How you doing? Bring out some of that North Carolina accent. Um, Hey, I'm so excited you're here, so excited to have you be a part of this podcast. Regardless of wherever in the world you may be listening to this, I want you to know that you are seen, you are known, you are loved. That at the time of recording this, literally during my workout this morning, um, I'm literally in tears, so stressed, um, so much anxiety, so much stress. Some days I do really well managing it, some days I really suck at it. I, you know, I'm, I'm so many exciting things are happening in my life. You know, uh, I'm trying to move forward in this new season. I'm moving into a new location. Um, and I just, some days I just like with everything going on, I miss my daughter so much who's in Georgia. Um, and it's just really tough and I'm terrified. I'm terrified. I'm not going to make it. I'm terrified. I'm not going to succeed in this season. And it scares me and overwhelms me. And, you know, days like today, I just have to have faith. Um, in believing that you know things are going to turn out well, that if I do the things I need to do, that if I if I plant and sow the right seeds, I will reap the right things. And you know, I'm just holding on to that. And if you're listening to this and you think you know, like I thought, if you had faith that you didn't feel this way, no, that's stupid. If I didn't feel this way, I wouldn't need faith. You know, faith is the pulse. Uh, doubt is the pulse of my faith. It it's it means my faith is real and it has a heartbeat and. There are some days where I doubt, and in the midst of that doubt, I, I have faith against faith. I, I believe against belief that that things are going to be better. And I just hope today that if you're listening to this, wherever this podcast may find you, that you would believe the same thing, that you would, you would believe against belief, that you may believe that things aren't going to work out, but against that belief that you would believe, you know what, I'm going to keep grinding. I'm going to keep getting after it. I'm going to keep doing the things I need to do. Even if I don't want to do them, I'm going to do them. Because I believe that better days are ahead if I continue to sow the right seeds, if I continue to do the right things. And so keep getting after it. Um, hey, I want to encourage you today and let you know that um, that you are just, you, you've got this. That that I don't, I don't know why I feel the need. Usually I talk about, you know, our Facebook group or following me on Instagram. But today I just really want to hone in on the fact that um, if you're currently overwhelmed and you're depressed, that you're not alone. That you just need to know that that you if you can't catch a deep breath, listen. There are misery does like company, and so you got company with me, and I know you got company with a lot of people listening to this. And I just want you to know that as we fight to breathe deep, that we continue to fight well. And the reality is, is we show up because we know that if we keep showing up, we will win this fight. And so let's get after it. But today, hey, today I want to dive into today's devotional. We're going to be in, back in Matthew chapter 5, verse 31. And now Jesus has, we talked about the last episode, how, how difficult that episode was for me to record. And 
freaking the Bible is like, here you go, Zach, here's you another one. Have fun dialing with this one. And so there's ever been a week I've absolutely hated recording these podcasts. This has been that week. Um, and so last episode, we talked about adultery. Today, Jesus talks about divorce. And I'm like, hey, you know what? I've committed adultery before, so let's deal with all that crap. And you're like, hey, I'm in the middle of a divorce, so let's just dive in to this as well. And so Matthew chapter 5, verse 31, I'm just going to dive into it, and we're going to talk about it. So it has been said, this is how Jesus has been um, talking for the last few uh, pericopes, sections of the Bible, is he's been comparing what the Old Testament has said, the Torah has said, Jewish law, and he's saying, hey, you've heard it said this, but I'm telling you this. And he is raising the standard for how we, we approach these things. He says this is anyone who divorces his wife must give her a certificate of divorce. So in the Old Testament, um, men made all the calls. Women were basically slaves. A nicer word would be servants. But listen, women did whatever the men wanted. Um, it, it, I, it was definitely it was meant to be healthy from God, but it was practiced and practically very unhealthy for women because men abused that. So women didn't have the ability to get a certificate of divorce. It was always had to be led by the man. And the only way you could get divorced is you would have to go and get the certificate from the leader um, of the tribe. And the, the reality was, was this was meant to be like, you would think it's like, oh, you know, she had an affair. She crossed this line. She's physically abusive. And then the man would go get a certificate of divorce. We would believe that that is how it practically work out. Being that these were God's people, but that is not how it worked out. The reality is, is this woman could burn breakfast and he could go get a certificate of divorce and it would be signed off as okay. He could want to just not be married to her anymore and find some crappy reason and he would be granted the certificate of divorce. And so marriage was treated, even though it was held in high esteem by God, it was treated as a joke. And so Jesus says in verse 32 in regards to this, he says, but I tell you, that anyone who divorces his wife except for sexual immorality makes her the victim of adultery. And anyone who marries a divorced woman commits adultery. So this is, Jesus is just dropping the hammer here. Um, because and no one, no one that we can find at this time was willing to say, take things this far and say this. Um, and because men were leading this, this is why Jesus is directly talking to men because he's talking to the Jewish leaders and the leaders of these households. And he's saying, hey, you guys have taken this way out of context. And instead, here's how I need you to view this. So something you may not know is Jesus, the Bible describes our relationship to God in a bunch of different ways. Did you know the main way that God talks about our relationship with him is through marriage? It's the most used description of our relationship with God. And what really is sad is that is that in today's world, we are not good at reflecting what that covenant, that marriage covenant looks like. And this is me talking personally. I mean, I'm in the middle of this. We don't recognize, like, we don't approach it the same way Jesus approached it, that God approaches it. And Jesus here is saying, this is how big of a deal it is. That's why he talks about adultery first. He's saying, hey, I mean, in regards to adultery, when we think about our relationship with God, this is why God says, hey, don't put any other gods before me because that's adultery. It's it's idolatry. It's putting something before God, which is what happens in adultery. Um, he's, he's calling us out and he's saying, hey, you've got to take this more seriously. They think they are safe here because they've got the certificate of divorce. You know, they they're like, "Well, I followed the Old Testament." And Jesus says, "Hey, you've got to you've got to be better than that. You've got to be better than that." 
And he's here's what I want to talk about specifically today, because I, you know, I could talk about the divorce thing, and listen, I've been there, and listen, I don't think God is honoring a divorce. I really don't. Um, I'm currently trying to navigate, you know, being someone who is currently separating, getting a divorce. How do I navigate that with my relationship with God? And it sucks, and it's not easy. And I know many of you are listening, maybe in the middle of that. You may be on the other side of it. You may be thinking about it. And listen, I, I can't give you the answers right now. I can't. I want you to find someone who, who can, but I'm not that person. But I do want to talk about it because it's in Scripture. And we have to acknowledge the fact that Jesus takes it very, very seriously. And and in these verses and in these things, what we see is that that Jesus never wanted to get rid of the law. That he he is literally saying, I we you need to keep it, but not only are you keeping it, you need to recognize the intent and the heart behind it. And as we look at the law and we're challenged with these thinkings of, of these challenge challenged by this teaching of Jesus, what we recognize is the fact that we we all fail in this. That that as we work through this list. There are areas we think we're safe and we're not, that we all fall short. The Bible says all fall short of the glory of God, that all have sin, that we all miss the mark. And the beautiful thing in Scripture is the fact that is, you know, it's really, it's really a, it, it's, it's a hard truth to recognize that you, you don't make it, that you're not good enough. But it's a, there's a lot of beauty in the fact that Jesus opens the door for us to be more than enough. That Jesus, because of his life, he's saying, hey, none of you are going to get this, but I'm going to do it because you can't, and I'm going to give my life for it because the wages of sin is death. He's basically given us some type of uh, type of evangelical message of saying, or evangelistic message saying, you know, like, you, you're not enough, but I am. And even though I'm enough and I don't have to go through anything, I don't have to pay for the consequences of sin because I haven't. I'm going to give my life for it for you so that you can be better and you can have this relationship. And I want to encourage you today that wherever in these, in these verses, maybe they've been challenging for you as they've been challenging for me. I want you to know that there's always grace. That ultimately what Jesus is pointing here is that, hey, you're, you're going to make mistakes, but I've paid for those mistakes on the cross. That's why I choose to be a follower of Jesus. Is He knows me so well. He knows Jesus knows everything about me. Yeah, he loves me so much that he gave his life for me. And today, I just want to challenge you to rest in that. That it's really, it's tempting. I mean, I'm being tempted to get so caught up in the mistakes that I've made and where I'm at in my life. And instead, I'm going to choose to acknowledge those things are a part of me. And I want to challenge myself to be better. But I can be better because of this beautiful gift of grace from Jesus. Let me pray for you. Thank you for today, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you, um, Lord, for your grace. Thank you for... Uh, Lord, I don't want to thank you for these teachings because, Lord, they, they're difficult. But Lord, I thank you for them because they challenge me to be better. They challenge us to be better. And so, Lord, in saying that, help us be better. Help us recognize the consequences of sin, the damage that sin can do. But, Lord, help us when we make these mistakes. Help us not to just live in shame. Lord, not, help us not live in condemnation. Instead, challenge us to acknowledge what we've done, to recognize the damage it's caused, and to be strong enough to go and sin no more, to be better. But we thank you, we love you, we ask this in your name. Amen. Hey, thanks so much for joining me on today's devotional. If you want to get more connected, then be sure to follow me on Instagram at Z underscore chill. That's at Z underscore C-H-I-L. Or you can connect with myself and other listeners through our private Facebook group. You can find this by searching Dirty Devotional Podcast, Dirty Family. 
Lastly, if you enjoy the podcast, please take time to rate it on iTunes or Spotify. This helps us reach more people and lets us know that my content is making a difference in your life. Most importantly, I hope today you felt seen, known, and loved by a real God. Be blessed.